everybody. How you doing? How you living? Austin Cunningham and Justin Trees coming to you today together from Mobile, Alabama. We have finally met each other in person. What a moment. What an experience. Plane, my plane landed a little late yesterday in Mobile. I am able to meet Trees, Matt, and Melo at the restaurant. And everyone thought we had already met before with how flawless our introduction was. And we were talking about it today. Uh... It feels like we've already been hanging out. I didn't feel like this was the first time we met each other because this online relationship we have built um, has been a big one. We've talked multiple hours every day nearly, and here we are, dude. Absolutely, man. Like you said it during lunch today. It was awesome. It was super cool to just be like, hey, like we know each other so much. We've talked for, what, hundreds of hours at this point, so it wasn't awkward at all, which was great. Um I mean, I'm super glad that we talked about the whole handshake thing to start it out because we made it, it – everybody was watching, so we didn't want to make that awkward at all. But overall, man, it's been awesome hanging out with you. Uh, excited for the rest of this week. It's going to be a good time. Yeah, it's nice It's nice to be here. It's nice to be in this moment and kind of experiencing Mobile for the second time, first time with you. Uh, it's been a blast, and I can't wait for here the next two or three days as we got more content we want to bring you guys it's going to be more of a draft-heavy, prospect-heavy type podcast the next couple of days. But, I mean, man, we're ready to get going, Trees. This is this is exciting. Oh, absolutely it is. So let's start out first with, obviously, the huge news for our podcast, you individually, obviously, with the Chiefs going to the Super Bowl. I was talking to the wife the other day about it. Like, how cool is it that we started this podcast in the first season one of our teams makes it to the Super Bowl? An unreal experience. The So I got to go to the AFC Championship game. I know I talked about it a little bit on our last episode. But, man, that moment and that atmosphere, it was so much better than I could have ever imagined and pictured. It was so surreal. It was emotional. I'm so grateful for the opportunity to go. Um, some of you guys have probably seen on Twitter. Some of you saw maybe his Instagram post. But, like, Matt Miller bought Melo and I and, and his family – uh, tickets to this game it was a great experience like I said and getting to see Clark Hunt you know hit the drum to start the game that was kind of an emotional moment because it's like all right here we are this game means so much to him and his entire organization and franchise and then we come in through the game it's a close game in the first half Patrick Mahomes has that beautiful touchdown run he was running right at us uh, from where our seats were in the end zone um, upper level so it was cool to see that play the Sammy Watkins deep shot was awesome watching the Chiefs hold Derrick Henry to only seven rushing yards in the second half Derrick Henry this profound running back that's had a phenomenal year breaking these records in the playoffs for rushing yards he broke the record in the Chiefs game in the first half but that second half I mean it was it was so awesome and Every moment, like, something positive went for the Chiefs. You could just tell, like, we are one step closer to the Super Bowl. And then with that Sammy Watkins touchdown pass, you go, oh, my God, this is it. This is the moment. We are, we are in the Super Bowl. The Kansas City Chiefs are going to the fucking Super Bowl. It hit me like a brick wall. Um, I didn't expect it to hit that hard or be that surprised or shocked. Um, it was great. The trophy ceremony afterwards was awesome. And then we popped champagne bottles. Didn't even care about the cold. That moment in itself is one I will never forget for the rest of my life. And a huge thanks goes out to Matt for that. Uh, so once again, thanks, dude. I really do appreciate it. Uh, can't wait for the next step. The Chiefs are in the fucking Super Bowl against the 49ers. Can't wait to talk about that game and break it down more next week. But to this week, 
from that game. Chiefs win, go to the Super Bowl. I wake up Monday morning hungover, tired from staying up all night celebrating to get on a plane and travel all day. We go to draft picks last night. Great experience after dinner. And then, I mean, here we are, man. We are at fucking Senior Bowl. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and we actually just got back from day one practice. It was a very good practice, a bit cold um, when we went down onto the field area. It was, yeah, a bit nippy, but, um, you know, it's it's fun. It's a, it's a great atmosphere here. I think that there's a lot of good people here. Um, obviously, my first time, your second time being here. Um, so you're kind of teaching me the ropes here. But um, overall, a lot of good things came out of some of the practices, more so the south practice than the north practice, in my opinion. Uh, North practice was a bit, um, I don't, I mean, like cookie cutter, boring, like old school type practice. Uh, you could tell, and that's obviously the Lions, the South with the Bengals. It was more up, up tempo, uh, more creative things, a lot more DBs versus wide receivers, more seven on seven type drills where um, it felt like a lot more just like one on one in weird situations for the North's practice. Absolutely. Like you said, the uh, the Bengals practice was so much better because they those players were put in an opportunity to kind of showcase their skills and, you know, the ability to show, hey, this is what I can do in this type of moment one-on-one if I'm on an island. Or offense and defensive line, we saw a lot more action there. And then you go into seven-on-seven drills, linebackers against running backs. Like It was a good combination of practice for the Bengals. And then the Lions, I mean, I just felt like it was almost too boring. Like you're just sitting there watching. It's like, I don't know – what to see here because there's so much going on but it was a great practice we definitely had a couple guys stand out and a couple guys that you know you really were disappointed in for the first day uh just i don't know, maybe nerves got to him, maybe this moment uh give them the next couple days to kind of get everything lined out but that first day for sure trace who were the guys that stuck out to you uh the first one has got to be aj green the cornerback out of uh oklahoma state uh, very physical week, uh, or sorry, practice. Uh, we were talking about it with all of us in the room, just how like scrappy he was and how good of a job he was doing. Just like even when a guy caught it on the sideline and was like acting like he was going to turn up field, he went from behind and knocked the ball out and like shot it out of his arms like 15 yards. Um, like that type of stuff where the receiver you could tell was like, dude. Now I got to walk all the way down to grab this. But in his eyes, he's like, you're going to act like you're going upfield. Yeah, I'm going to do this. So love doing that. He was breaking on the ball very well. It was almost like he was reading, like really knew what that wide receiver was going to do, which is great to see, obviously, from a corner. And like everybody says, these practices are not meant for certain drills for defenses to win. They are meant for offensive players to win. And he won more often than he lost today. Absolutely. And his size is the one thing that sticks out. Again, this is A.J. Green, the defensive back from Oklahoma State. He's a 6'1 corner, very physical. He's got an attitude. He's got an ego. And, man, he let it shine today. He just owned every opportunity that was given to him. Uh, everyone in the booth as well was just like, man, we got to look at this kid. This is great. Um, and a part for me that was really cool with it is I had kind of gone down the roster this morning and was like, who's a couple guys that I think would be a good fit for the Chiefs? that might fit in the scheme due to their size and kind of weight. And what I like this guy on the team, just straightly looking at a box aspect of 
height, weight, name, where you go to school, that kind of aspect. So I had him on the list to start the day. He looked good. Another guy that I thought looked really well, um, didn't get a lot of recognition, I thought, but TJ Brunson, the linebacker, 6'1 out of South Carolina, um, he had a good day, looked impressive. You could kind of tell he was taking charge of the defense in certain drills. He was really the leader aspect, and if you're a Kansas City Chiefs fan listening to this, that's a guy you want on your team. You want a guy that's going to take over that will spot um, and be smart enough to run the position, but yet have enough reaction time to make a play and, you know, shut a block and make it happen. Right now we got them bigger linebackers. We're in the Super Bowl, so it's not something we're going to worry about too much here. But for improvement into the next season, that's definitely a guy I would want to keep an eye on kind of later in the draft. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, a guy that I was paying – actually, two guys I was paying attention to. I'll go two here uh, for the Jags specifically, which I know. But there's a lot of other teams that are looking for these positions. Uh, Josh Jones, offensive tackle slash guard uh, for the for Houston. He had a great day for the North team today. And then Harrison Bryant, the ta- uh, tight end from Florida Atlantic uh, for the South team. He had a very good day – I mean, he did struggle. He had two false starts, which we were making fun of him for. Like, how do you have false starts in a seven-on-seven drill? But um, I can't remember who. I think it might have been Mello. Maybe it was Matt that uh, brought up a very good point that he's probably just not used to putting his hand in the dirt. He's, I mean, at Florida Atlantic, they put him outside wide a lot and put him, like, into a slot and stuff. So it could be more of an uncomfortable thing. So, yeah, maybe he just didn't have the right balance or whatnot in that position, uh, which will grow over time. But you could – absolutely see the athleticism um, that he put onto the field today. So those two were great. I really enjoyed them. Uh, anybody else for you? Um, another guy that I thought did well, uh, Colin Johnson. He kind of had some big, you know, some decent plays. His hands looked good. Didn't have too many drops. He looked good in his route running ability. So Colin Johnson, the receiver out of Texas, maybe just a little homerage here from me. But I thought he played well. I thought he did good in the practice, kind of got my attention um, as well as everyone else's. Was there anyone else for you, or are you ready to get into the guys that just kind of was a ooh, not a good day for you? Uh, I actually have a few more, yeah. So uh, let's see here. We, we talked about uh, Marlon Davidson. He had a very good day. Defensive tackle slash defensive end out of Auburn. Uh he, he really showed out today. He was just pushing every offensive lineman back. Uh, everybody was wowed by him. I'm, I'm pretty sure he'll be on every single list of winners of day one. He'll probably be the number one, to be honest with you there. Um, I thought LaMichael Pirine, the running back out of Florida, had a good day. It's, it's hard for some running backs to really stand out, but uh, every time I watched him, he was making great cuts out of the backfield. He caught everything. Uh, he was doing very good. Like a lot of running backs, you can tell, like just go through the motions on play action. But he was going through the full motion, like full speed, which I really appreciated there. Um, when we got down onto the field, like we got down at the perfect time to watch uh, KJ Hill out of the wide receiver at Ohio State. He was making some outstanding cuts. He had this little like post corner route and tippy toed his feet into the corner of the end zone, and it was a beautiful, beautiful catch. Absolutely, and I, I remember seeing that and looking over at you and going, and, and you responded with, uh, yeah, I've watched him the last couple of plays, and he's looked pretty good. So exciting time for them uh, and these guys that are making a name. And I believe Hill out of Ohio State was a late addition um, to the Senior Bowl. So it was good for him to kind of come in and, and show his worth and value to these Detroit Lions um, who could be you know eyeing him as a receiver later in the draft. Absolutely. 
Um, I'll let you kick off maybe the first, uh, maybe, I don't want to, we'll call it disappointment for day one. Yeah, just kind of a oof, you know what I mean? Just like not a good day. Uh, the first guy's going to be Jalen Hurts. I just felt like he didn't have um, the best throwing. He just he just didn't look comfortable in a sense, of the, if that makes sense to you guys listening. He just didn't look smooth. So some of his passes were just very inaccurate behind the receiver, um, too high. It just didn't look like he was kind of in a rhythm. And it might be just he's never thrown to these guys before. That could be a factor. But it just the first day, not really what you're looking forward to seeing from Jalen Hurts here at the Senior Bowl. I mean, I'll stay at the same position. Uh, um, I wasn't too impressed by Shea Patterson either. Uh, he, he threw a couple just throws that you were wondering what was going on. I mean, he still looked better than Jalen Hurts, though. <laughs> I will say that. Um, we actually were watching one of the last plays, and he threw an interception on a running back screen when he tried to throw the ball into the dirt, and he didn't throw it straight down. He threw it, tried to throw it at the defensive uh, tackle's legs and ended up getting intercepted. Um we were on the side where right before that, Jordan Love fumbles a snap from under center. Immediately after that happens, you go, is that Shea Patterson practicing uh, basically handoffs or, you know, snaps? And we're like, where? And we look down, and he immediately ran over to a backup center, and they started snapping it like five or six times before he went in because he did not want to be that guy. Um, so, I, I mean, you appreciate that. But overall, I mean – it's just like, yeah, he's not going to be an NFL quarterback. So, um, just and it, he proved it again today, as if the season wasn't long enough. The last two seasons. Yeah. So another guy that I was kind of not necessarily disappointed in, or kind of like, oof. It was just more of a. I never realized it before watching him play, but Justin Herbert. Um, it looked like some of his throws, his throwing motion, just took too long. I didn't know what aspect it was. It was almost as if he was waiting on the receiver to get to a point, so he was pausing at the top of his motion. It just didn't look as smooth as the other guys. And speaking of Shea Patterson, he was another one that just kind of had a funky arm throwing motion. It was almost as if he was shot putting the ball um, across the field that didn't look smooth at all. None of them looked that comfortable. So quarterback-wise here at the Senior Bowl, there really wasn't anyone that stood out in a positive manner, especially here on day one. Yeah, I mean – I can't disagree with you on any of that. So, I mean, overall, uh, it's it's weird because the Senior Bowls had just such great quarterback play the last couple of years. This year, it's kind of not that. Uh, I'm just not a firm believer in Jordan Love. Uh, obviously, me getting to watch him so much, I just I don't believe in that skill set. Uh, I thought that it, 2018 was just because he had a chemistry with some guys, but also just nobody kind of knew who he was. So teams didn't really prepare for him like how they were this year so um those were kind of like that was my big one was I, is the quarterback play altogether on guys that really just didn't stand out um the other guy and I, I kind of stole this from you just from hearing you talk was uh Jeremy Chin uh, sorry what school Southern Illinois right um yep. yeah so I started watching him because you brought up his name so I was watching him and uh, I was a little disappointed in seeing that. I mean, he looks like a freak back there, ready to ready to do what he needs to do at the safety position, but uh, just didn't make any splash plays today. Yeah, I think a lot of it for him is going to be the adjustment to the, the different level of speed. You know what I mean? Some of these guys from a smaller school, they're not used to 
these fast guys just flying by him nearly every single play at every position. They mainly got to focus on one fast guy from a team, not three or four of them. So I think it might take him a day to kind of get adjusted. But I think tomorrow we might have a different opinion or, you know, a growing analyzation of, hey, this kid might actually be able to do well at the next level, which is kind of why he's here at the Senior Bowl, of course. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and uh, last guy for me on disappointment uh, was a, a, a local guy for me, Francis Bernard, uh, linebacker out of Utah. He uh, he just looks stiff to me uh, when he's facing this type of opponent. And again, like we said earlier, like linebackers and all of them, they're kind of set up for failure in a lot of these. It's one-on-one against the running back coming out of the backfield. Like, you're going to lose that majority of the time when they're running, you know, an option route. Um, they're going to just read, your, read what way you're facing and go, obviously, the opposite way. But um, a lot of the other linebackers were at least, like, in the vicinity, and I just kind of felt like he's just that guy that will be drafted and be just, like, a kind of a thumper, a guy that can come in, uh, really just be, like, a first down, maybe a second down type guy. Um, but as soon as you know they're in any sort of passing formation or uh, any sort of nickel defense for the defense, um, yeah, he will not be on the field. Yeah, absolutely. I completely agree with you there. Um, other than that, though, man, is there anyone else that you kind of want to take a deep dive into? Like I said, we're going to have more content this week, so our episodes probably aren't going to be as long. Uh, so just going to be kind of quick, short, to the point, get it out there because we just want to get as much to you guys as possible while we're here, um, especially being together for the week. So other than that, Trace, is there anything you want to say, man? No, I, I look forward to tomorrow's practice, ready to uh, see who else comes back strong, uh, who had a rough day that can you know really make up for that or who just continues a very strong week. You know, there's, there's, always, there's always people that have strong weeks and move on you know, up draft boards dramatically. Absolutely. So, um, like Dawson said, short episode today, but, uh, we'll do more throughout the week. And so, uh, we thank you guys for tuning in and tonight we've been talking football.